You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. And welcome to Amateur Tarot Pod, the podcast where we, two non-mystical hosts, use the power of tarot to answer your questions. And that host was Ben. And that host is Brian. We are your non-mystical guides on this mystical journey through the tarot. Because a lot of people are skeptical. Us included. Yes. And a lot of people are busy. Us included. And a lot of people don't want to take the time to learn the tarot. Us included. So we didn't. We haven't. We just started a podcast. Yep. That's the way to do it. And here we are, 31 episodes later. Those who can, do. Those who can't, teach. And those who refuse, podcast. So here we are. We're going to do some stuff with the tarot. Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe. We won't. We use a really, really simple spread that only has three cards in it. Because this is an audio podcast, and it'd be hard to keep track of more. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for us to keep track of these three. And they're sitting in front of us. Yeah. We're just a bunch of hacks. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. Yep. This has been Amateur Tarot Pod. No, Brian. We have to actually do do the thing. Do the dang thing. Yeah. Okay. So, three cards spread. Three cards. Those three cards, what do they represent for us, Ben? Well, they uh, represent the recent past. I stumbled there for a minute. almost forgot. That's all right. I got you. Thank you. The recent past, uh, the present or an action that you should take right now, and then the 100% guaranteed future outcome that will happen if you follow our advice. And that, of course, is for one lucky seeker every week. One person who asks a question. Not a seeker like in Harry Potter. We've talked that to death. Yep. We're not going to get back in that trap. No, we actually, come to think of it, we didn't talk about Harry Potter at all in the last episode. No, we didn't. So I guess we've we've earned some Harry Potter time. Yeah, and I do have a Harry Potter thing that I want to bring up now that you mention it. Okay. Uh, there was a recent BuzzFeed uh, article that summarized this, this, I guess, it was a tweet exchange, but two, two co-workers... Uh, one had read Harry Potter, one hadn't, and he's like, I want to know what all the fuss is about 20 years later. So he bought all the <laughs> books. You know where I'm going with this. But he somehow ended up with, uh, instead of Harry Potter 5 and the Order of the Phoenix, he got fanfic mixed into there. Yeah, this is the danger of pirating literature. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Because uh, he seriously believed that uh, Dudley was... Imperious cursed into jumping off of a building and committing suicide. He believed that there was a lot of hardcore sex scenes in and, the books. And that there was some sort of, like, fake rape scene between Malfoy and Ginny. Yeah. So. Don't pirate literature. Don't pirate literature. Be careful out there. You know what was never addressed, though, in this exchange of the fanfic is uh, all of the logical problems with Quidditch. 
Right, which we talked about in episode 29. Yeah, and I think, Brian, maybe we should get on the fanfic train and just, like, write a whole Quidditch thing. Oh, just write, like, just Quidditch fanfic. So it's it's like young adult sports novels. Except they just take place in the on the Quidditch pitch. Yeah, but also maybe we could fix the sport while we're writing those. Yeah, we would fix it. Yeah, it would be a lot better. So look out for that. Look out for that. Watch this space. And But in the shorter time, uh, look out for the card of the week, which will come up after we go into our next segment. You know what there really needs to be and what would um, really, I think, fix this show and a lot of the problems with this show? Hosts? Sure. I wasn't going to go there, but I was going to say, why isn't there a Harry Potter tarot deck? Ooh. Is there a Harry Potter tarot deck? Probably not because of trademarks. Someone tweet me a Harry Potter tarot deck so that I can purchase it so that we can finally join all of our loves. Ooh. And if there's a Star Wars tarot deck, send me that. Well, yeah. I was going to just continue to delay and rant about, like, what some of the cards on the Harry Potter tarot deck would probably be. All right. Um, I mean, I feel like the Ace of Wands is just very obviously like Harry Potter's special wand in the seventh book that he uses to defeat Voldemort. I think strength would be Hagrid. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, I think one of the threes, and I'm trying to decide which three, probably the three of swords, maybe, would be the dog. Cerberus, the three-headed dog. The three of swords is so sad. Yeah. Well, which three would it be? Because the three of wands is too positive. The three of cups is the butt-touching card. Maybe it's that, because they're all friends. Oh, yeah, they're all three heads that are all friends. Yeah, because we don't want it to be the heartbreak card. No. What's Snape? I feel like Snape would be maybe like the king of cups, because he's very emotional, but also he has a plan. Yeah, but that would have to be like definitely read all the books before yeah, you get no this spoilers. Day. It's the Harry Potter spoiler deck. <laughs> Who would be the oh my gosh, magician? Wait. The magician. Oh, that's tough. I mean, maybe Dumbledore. Yeah, you would think it would be Dumbledore. Because he's kind of the master. You know, he knows it all. And one thing I can say for certain is it wouldn't be Harry. No, it right? definitely would not be Harry. I can think of several other people that would come before Harry as the magician. superior magician. Yeah, no, pretty much everybody. Who would be the fool? Ah, now that's a good question. I I mean, I feel like it has to be young Harry Potter from, like, the first movie. Oh. Oh, yeah, and then it's his journey. Yeah, it's his journey. Um, Yeah. Do you think that uh, the five of coins is, like, um, it's, it's, it's Hogwarts in the background, but it's just, like, people who got kicked out? Tom Riddle. Wait, the five of coins? That would be, like, Gringotts. But that's the one where, like, sad people are outside the cathedral. Mm-mm. The five is the where... The five of coins, yeah. The five of coins is the basketball card. No, that's the four of coins. Yep, you're Which right. would be the Green Gods. Yeah, that's Green Gods. Cool. I think this is a great idea. Everybody listening is like, please stop talking about yeah. it, because I don't know what any of these cards are, and now you're just <laughs> continuing to talk about Harry Potter. Please make this end. <laughs> well, you're in Thank luck. you for tuning in to Amateur Harry Potter cast. <laughs> You're in luck. We are going to end that segment and go directly into Queerance Corner. Here we are in Queerance Corner. And you know, I am actually shocked that there is no Harry Potter 
tarot deck. I feel like that's just an easy brand extension. I'm pretty sure we've covered this now. Yeah. So today's question comes from Veronica. And what does Veronica ask? She, well, it starts with a statement. Okay. Being a good and giving person is very important to me. That's not a question. That ends in a period. It's a statement. It's a statement. And it's good. It's, impo- it's, a, it's a good thing to have to be important to you. And sometimes in friendships, works, relationships, and especially romantic relationships, I, Veronica, easily get taken advantage of. Now here comes the question. Yeah, that was also a statement. Yeah. But less of a positive statement. Yes. How do I maintain being the person that I love to be and avoid the takers? And that is a pretty important question. Yeah. And we're here to help you out with it, Veronica. That is a question. And before we jump directly in, let's go ahead and have Ben inspect this deck. It's not the Harry Potter tarot deck. No. TM, TM. It's the Hanson Roberts deck. And it is uh, one of the colored pencil decks. And I think the artwork is just kind of It's fine. Yeah. I think it's fine. There's really nothing remarkable about it. It's um, basically the tarot coloring book, and then someone had their kid uh, color inside the lines. And they were so proud that they turned it into a tarot deck. Hot takes. Hot takes from Ben Noble. Shots fired. Couple couple highlights. Um, The star (laughs) is... Uh, a naked woman with hair over her boobs. Obviously, Daenerys from Game of Thrones. Um, the the Queen of Rods has a like a tabby cat cuddling in her lap. That's nice. Oh, and the Four of Coins. Oh, and the Four of Coins. Oh, hold on, now I have to relocate it. The Four of Coins. It has like a leprechaun man hoarding all of his money. Um, I would say that he looks kind of like Bernie Sanders. And I think all of this money is what he uh, he took it all from the big banks that he split up. <laughs> Great. Well, let's go ahead and get into the reading. Uh, again, Veronica's question is, how do I maintain being the person I love to be and avoid the takers? I want to break that down for a minute, though. It's like, okay. what is she asking? Because to me, I feel like she's saying that she wants to be giving, but not so giving that she's taken advantage of. Right? Yeah, I think that's uh, straight up what it is. Okay. That's uh, a common problem with people who are very kind and very giving. People mistake our kindness for weakness, which it is. Kindness is weakness. Yeah, like kind of like this podcast. Like This started out as you being like, let's just do this easy thing. Now, here we are 30 episodes later. Yeah, and you were kind enough to help me. Yeah. And now you're too weak to get out. Exactly. You're in my web. So maybe this question could help everybody. I think it can. Everybody that's weak with kindness, anyway. Yeah. Like Harry Potter, if you're listening. He's just a weak wizard. So, Ben, go ahead and flip over the first card here. Flip. And it is the King of Swords. The King of Swords you may recognize from being the card of the week last week. And as you may have surmised from the tarot coloring book colored in by a eight-year-old who could color inside the lines, there are a distinct lack of pentagrams on this card. <laughs> I would say that the coloring is much better than that also. Okay, it is. I'm just teasing. It's, it's just been done with colored pencils. It's colored pencils, which... Um, instead, we have that magic sword from Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. um, the one that glows blue and orcs are around. Glamdring? Glamondon? Sure. Glimmerdon? Sure. And here's a king. He's on the card, holding that magic sword. 
And he's a guy who, again, he's in charge of everything. He's had a lot of experience. He gets it. He knows what he's doing. He's been there. He's... he's go for it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, nope, go for all it. Over you, you go for it. All right. He is a man of action. He's a take-charge kind of guy. Um, and he's more experienced than, say, the Knight of Swords, who is also a card of action. Uh, he knows that discretion is the better part of valor, and he can tell the difference between risk for risk's sake and risk for the sake of reward. He's the personification of prudent action. Now, like all court cards, this could be you, or it could be somebody else in your life. And if you're the King of Swords, it's time to put your boots on and lead. Um, sometimes this is going to mean figuring out that uh, doing like the smart thing or the right thing is not the most popular thing. Um, you're going to want to use your mind, because it's the sword, the suit of the minds, to come up with the best plan of action regardless of emotions. Um, you're going to have to use the tools at your disposal to reach the rational heart of the matter to be successful. And it could also, since it's a court card, represent someone who's a high authority in your life. They're an expert in matters of taking action. And there's a possibility that it's an attorney or a financial advisor or somebody with an established uh, reputation for success. The King of Swords is less of a mentor and more of an authority on the matter at hand. Don't concern yourself with getting them to like you. Concern yourself with listening to their advice and following through on it. And the great thing about the tarot is you just get to pick the parts that you like. Uh, So the part that I'm picking to like is the part about um, not worrying so much about the emotions, but rationally figuring out what the right move is. And it seems like you've kind of figured out, uh, since this is the recent past, you've kind of figured out like, oh, I'm getting taken advantage of. And emotionally, it feels good to be a nice, giving person, but sometimes I can't always do that. And so that brings you to us, which brings us to today, which brings us to the next card. Flip. The Three of Wands uh, on this card, it is the Three of Rods. And Yeah, um, I think these are supposed to be like magic crystals on the end, but it does kind of look like a cauliflower. Cauliflower, yeah. And it's uh, a guy standing on a shore with three wands of cauliflower, and he's looking out at some ships that are out on the ocean. And that's because he's got big plans. Um, he's, he's looking out at a coming journey. Uh, he knows that he's got a vision, and he's working to bring that vision to life. The three of wands speaks to opportunity. There's... A lot of potential in your current situation more than you even maybe realize right now. You want to remain clear-headed and keep your eyes and your mind open. You might already be making future plans on top of your current plans and the three of wands is encouraging this forward thinking and vision. Yeah it's a card of a longer timeline, a longer horizon and the three of wands is kind of looking out over the sea and getting ready for these long-term plans. And he's the one that's in control. You're the one that's in control right now. And are able to look towards the future uh, with kind of see the possibilities and decide which is the most positive one you want to move towards. And so what that possibly says for your situation, Veronica, is 
that you need to look at the long game and see what is more important to you at any given time. Is it to protect yourself or is it to be uh, vulnerable to people? And I think a mix of those things is good. But possibly you've been letting yourself be too vulnerable to too many people. Mm -hmm. So the final card, the future card, is the chariot. Hey, this is good. Yeah, the chariot represents victory through confidence and willpower. Uh, the, The guy who's driving the chariot, he's not holding the reins because he's just got those beasts under his thumb. And... If you're, we- if, you're, if you're wondering whether or not you should continue a project, uh, you should. You have to. You've got this like burning desire in your heart to push forward. If you're feeling aggressive right now, you need to be careful to be in control of your impulses and use that energy for good things. Yeah. So let's, let's bring it all around. Let's tell a story. Here's a story. Uh, there's a young boy who lived under the stairs. At his- nope, wrong story. wrong story Uh, so we have the king of swords who is a rational guy who's less worried about emotions than he is making the right choice and that's you coming to us saying I can't be so giving all the time I have to be more discerning and then the three of rods giving you that long timeline that long vantage point to kind of start to think about how you need to present yourself in the future to still be kind but to be more assertive and then the chariot using your willpower to kind of break through those feelings of uncertainty to be more, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. You don't go with this? No, you don't. Cool. So where I'm going with this is you're going to have to be that charioteer to kind of use your willpower to rein in some of that um, uncertainty and just be more upfront, be more assertive, uh, you know, still be kind and giving, but if somebody's crossing the line, using that willpower and that assertiveness to say, like, hey, don't you take advantage of me. Hey, cut that out. Okay. Well, Veronica, I hope that helped. Thank you so much for your question. Now let's get rid of that deck. That was Brian throwing it on the floor. A little 76 card pickup. 78 cards. 78 card pickup. I'll get it one day. Probably not. And then I just want to show Ben the next deck we're going to use for uh, the card of the week. This is a card for anybody who wasn't Veronica, also for Veronica. And it's just kind of a card that's going to steer the direction of the week. What to look out for, what to focus on. And Ben, what do you think about the Aquarian deck? I mean, I kind of like the Aquarian deck. It sort of is reminiscent to me of, like, old Asian art in some ways. Maybe it's because all the people have, like, their faces are just white. Um, Mm. They kind of look mask-like in some ways. It's like Kabuki theater. Yeah, it's very art deco. It feels very 80s to me. Mm. I can see that. But it came out in 1970, so I guess I'm wrong there. Well, maybe he knew it was coming. Uh, so our card of the week this week is strength. strength. It's Hagrid. That's our Hagrid card. Yeah. This guy doesn't look like Hagrid, though. No. Uh, unlike many... He looks like a Genghis Khan. He 
with a Tom Selleck mustache. Yes. So not at all Genghis Khan. You don't know what he looked like. I'm guessing he didn't have a Tom Selleck stash. You don't know that. I don't. But this is different from other strength cards in that this is a gentleman, for sure. Oh, and it's from my woman. And there's no lion. There's a dog? Is that a dog? Yeah. Looks like a dog. That looks like a dog, which makes more sense for Hagrid because he had that dog. Yeah. He's the beast master. Yeah. And so now to read from the little white book that comes with the deck. Strength. Courage. Mag- magnanimity. That's a hard word to say. Magnanimity. Mag- magnanimity. Yeah, that sounds better. Persistence, patience, spiritual power. It will offset any bad luck in surrounding cards. Well, guess what? There's no surrounding cards. Gotcha. This is the card of the week. Ha ha ha! Take that strength. Uh, but it's a card about being strong, not necessarily physically, but mentally. Yeah, and this I think goes well with Veronica's reading as well. Yep. Just bolster yourself against the things that the world is going to throw at you this week and know that you have the strength to take care of that. Yeah, you're the Beastmaster. Yeah, look for situations that are difficult in your life this week and try and tackle them head on because you've got it. Oh my gosh, wait, Hagrid wouldn't have the dog on his card. He'd have Norbert, the Norwegian Ridgeback Dragon from the first book. That's true. Yeah, that would be his like little strength guy. Would be the dragon. Oh, sorry. Now I'm thinking about Harry Potter again. Yeah, me too. I'm always thinking about it. Well, uh, let's go ahead and be done with our card of the week. and Talk more about Harry Potter? Yeah, let's talk more about Harry Potter, but let's do it off the air. Okay, that's fine. First, I want to thank Veronica for sending in her question. I hope that we were able to answer it sufficiently. And I want to thank you, the listener who made it all the way to the end of this episode, despite the four-minute chunk of us talking about Harry Potter in relation to Tara. And if you want to send us a question so that we can talk about Harry Potter before we answer it and then talk about Harry Potter after we answer it, you can find us at AmateurTarot.com. That's our website. You can also send your question to AmateurTarotReading at gmail.com, as well as uh, any attempted Harry Potter fanfics you've written. You can add us on Twitter at TarotAmateur. Did you say add or at? Both. I said, I said at. I like that. I think people should start saying that. I think people do say that. Oh. They say, like, I think Harry Potter is a really good book. Don't at me. I've never heard that, but I like it. Yeah. Uh, you can hit up Brian for all your Harry Potter needs at Zen Iron Man on Twitter. You can get Ben at Making All This Up on Twitter. And the other thing that you can do is give us five stars on iTunes and then... Leave a review about how much you love us talking about Harry Potter and wish we would dispense with the tarot cards and just talk more about Harry Potter. Or give us a five-star review and tell us how garbage you think the podcast is. We, we just need them five stars. We just need five stars, and then you have to enter content into the box so that iTunes like recognizes it. It doesn't matter. You could just hit ASJK colon colon colon, and that's fine. Yeah. Or you could type out colon colon colon. That's fine, too. We don't care. Don't send us pictures of your colon, though. Do not send us fanfic of Harry Potter's colon. That's for sure. But uh, seriously, a rating and a review would be great. 
the robot overlords at iTunes will give us more publicity. Yeah. Thanks so much to Hug Monster Sound for our soundtrack. And thanks so much to J.K. Rowling for For, many reasons. Yeah, for all the words that we say. Yeah. And also thank you to Fox Smith, who has done our artwork now. Oh, yeah. Our new logo that uh, looks like a fool card with two cute little fools on there. Why didn't we ask her to do a fool card with young Harry Potter on it? Because we just had the idea just now. Well. Fox, get to it. Anyway, we've got to make some phone calls to J.K. Rowling, so we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Which, who's, which is Dobby? Dobby, what card is he?